Hey everyone, dear friends and esteemed listeners, this is your host Olivier Day. Thanks so much for being here and welcome to my little corner of awesomeness, uh, the Awaken the Awesome podcast. This special Photo Friday episode was recorded on Friday, April 21st, 2017. This will be an actual uh, solo episode, just me, uh, no guests, uh, just me and uh, you, me, myself and I, as they say. Uh, just to share some couple of uh, personal insights, I wanted to share some advice I picked up along the way of my uh, ongoing journey, that is the photographic life. Episode 3, uh, my first wedding, uh, five crucial lessons I wanted to share with you, and then some. So uh, let's get to it. Enjoy. I wanted to make this episode is more of a pay it forward mindset and both of uh you know let's let's do this while while the iron's hot type of thing um a little backstory um two weeks ago a fellow photographer from haiti uh stefan bazin who has been uh doing some really awesome things in terms of uh pushing out uh pr- producing uh, creating and uh publishing a, a, a weekly uh photography podcast uh, from uh, my hometown in Haiti, um, so um, he's been he's been interviewing a lot of photographers from the uh, from uh, from the homeland and abroad, um, but mostly you know just uh, focusing on their Haitian background, whether it's models, whether it's makeup artists, whether it's uh, photographers, mostly photographers, a lot of big names uh, within the Haitian photographic community. So he's been doing a lot of uh, cool, awesome stuff. Um, I'll link uh, I'll link up uh, the links and episodes to his podcast at the end of this, this episode. You can check out the blog post for all the information. And he was kind enough, gracious enough to surprise me really out of nowhere uh, to ask me to be a featured guest. Uh, what ended up was a very insightful, very nostalgic for me and a very re- re- revealing um, conversation about uh, my background and basically what brought me here along uh, the photographic path and um, there was a lot of history about of course a lot of talk about uh, why this podcast my uh, the daylight webcast actually went on a very 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 long hiatus over the past uh, 2016 uh, there's a lot of memes on the internet about 2016 being a very um, heavy year for a lot of people and unfortunately i wasn't uh, aside uh, outside of the fray so uh, there have been a lot of personal circumstances, which I hope to get into uh, within this new chapter of the Awaken the Opsin podcast. Uh, definitely uh, with the courage and transparency that you guys deserve. I hope I'll be able to t- touch in on a few subjects as to why that was. But not just yet. Let's not, uh, let's not put some weight on the, uh, on the atmosphere just yet. But uh, all this to say that uh, Stefan was very adamant in terms of uh, pushing me to uh, continue on this venture as uh, he was very encouraging and very supportive into, um, you know, just not closing the chapters just yet and uh, not just uh, hanging up my keys and closing up shop. So this is, uh, first of all, you know, in the paying forward gratitude aspect of, uh, you know, showing uh, the recognition, the support that I've been getting from you guys and, uh, of course, thanking you and all of gratitude. Also, you know, getting back to my roots and because uh, I enjoy telling stories and uh, just got me thinking uh, with all the... Um, uh, the good comments I've been getting over the past couple of years about, you know, people wanting tips and people wanting information. I thought, you know, it'd be, uh, you know, just an easy laid back episode. No guests, no nothing, just me and uh, my personal insights. And uh, I thought, what better way to go back than uh, to go back to the beginning and use uh, the experiences learned from my personal uh, experiences with my first wedding and uh, the lessons I learned, uh, the do's, the do nots, and uh, the very basics that, you know, one should apply, not just on your first wedding. And I hope 
when I thought about it, uh, when I thought about it really on a grand scale, I realized that these are lessons that can be applied to any uh, personal venture that you want to be, you know, efficient, proactive, productive, and, you know, uh, quote unquote, successful into, and, you know, apply these very basic tips. Again, these are things that work for me. I'm not in any way preachy. As you know, I respect you and your own individuality on your own personal path. So, uh, again, these you can always take this and make, consider them useful or not, but uh, your feedback is always appreciated. So that's why I'm using my first wedding as, uh, I would say, a stepping stone uh, towards, uh, you know, just, you know, giving you guys some tips and sharing some insight. Uh, I've basically narrowed them down to five, you know, crucial lessons that I took and uh, I applied to uh, various projects, both uh, creative and not, whether in my, uh, you know, just, you know, the corporate career or the photographic life. Uh, they've uh, they've been pretty useful to me. And uh, I thought, you know, the first wedding would be a perfect stepping stone to actually get into that. So, again... Uh, five crucial lessons, and why not start with number one? The first one being, um, you cannot plan for everything. This is a lesson in preparation. What I mean by that, when all was said and done, contract was signed, and when we're talking about D-Day, preparation is essential, obviously. The best way to go about any successful venture is to be prepared. You can't wing it, especially on somebody's special day. So as far as I was concerned, uh, I had done my homework a really long time ago. I had read up on, uh, on uh, I, I had uh, many books on uh, shooting weddings. I had practiced a lot about shooting white. I had uh, gotten in contact with one of my photography mentors, David Esquire, even a personal mentor I have here in Montreal. I won't name him because he doesn't like to be, uh, you, know, caught, you know, pulled out into the spotlight. But uh, I got in touch with a lot of people that I knew and respected and trusted, you know, to give me the good advice to actually go out and shoot a very good wedding and with all the professionalism that that required. And uh, basically, that's what I brought to the table. A lot of preparation. I had uh, contacted my couple. I told them, like, okay, this is a schedule. This is when I'll be here with the bride. I'll be here with the groom. We're going to meet up here for the ceremony. We're going to be here uh, at the reception. We're going to take the couple photos here. We're going to take the family photos here. I need to know who to bother when stuff is going wrong. I need to know how it's you're going to get there, who's the driver. I need all that information. So you really need to do your homework, guys, because you cannot wing it on somebody's special day. Again, I can't repeat this enough. This is very important. Check the There's a lot of things you can't control, but there are a lot of things that you can actually plan for. Don't be stupid. Check the itinerary. Check the weather. You know, be early. The wedding was planned for 1230. I was at the bride's house at 7. By the time I was at the door ready and ready to shoot, the mother had still had her rolls on. Everybody was just getting up and taking the gunk out of their eye. So I was there very, very early. And there was no problem with that. You have to be ready to get that shot. There was because you have to remember that you are the first witness towards everything. There are things that nobody sees. You are, you have a backstage pass towards all the circumstances. So it's very important to actually show preparation and show that you mean business. It's very important that people know that, you know, you're trustworthy. And along the course of the day, the fact that they know you've been there all day around the course of the afternoon when everything is said and done, you're more relaxed, they're more relaxed, and they're more at ease. And as you know, preparation is everything. Do not neglect any single detail. I can't stress enough the importance of the obvious. Have your backups. Have a second body. Have some extra memory cards. These are very... I can't believe I'm telling you guys this, but you know this already, but I'm going to say it. If you have never shot a wedding before, the basics are essential. You know, Have as many memory cards as your body can carry because a memory card is just one big... It's just one small hard drive. So the memory cards are cheap. 
I don't care what brand you use because I believe all hard drives fail. Just have a backup plan always. On my first wedding, I did not have a second body, but I borrowed one. I borrowed one. So I personally did not own a second body at the time, but I was, you know, smart enough to actually call in one of my collaborators, one of my very, one of my many collaborators, Koali, my friend, my good friend Koali Woodward was actually very nice enough to actually lend me her, her second body, which I didn't, I only used for a couple of shots, you know, I really went creative, but it was very important. At least if my camera failed, I knew that I had a second body in the car and ready to go and fire it up. So that was really good. So have a backup plan, be prepared. And again, Remember that you cannot prepare for everything. You don't make the weather. You don't make the you don't make the itinerary. You don't know who hates who. But certain things will certainly be out of your control. But everything you can't control because people expect that of you is preparedness and preparation. So that was lesson number one. You always make sure that you're prepared. Lesson number two. Be efficient is your friend. I learned this on the day of, and it was a very good lesson for me. Here's a very good example. The wedding I shot was actually a um, a wedding for because I'm Roman Catholic. I'm, I was born Catholic. I was raised Catholic. Um, again, I'm not overly religious, as you guys know, but I'm very open uh, with uh, with my personal faith, and I respect all faiths whatsoever, whether you do or you don't. Again, we're all human beings, and I love you all the same. Um, as far as I was concerned, but I was shooting an actual uh, Jehovah Witness uh, because the wedding with a couple was actually Jehovah Witnesses. I had never been. I know Jehovah Witnesses. I have many of them in my immediate circle of friends, but I had never been to an actual wedding. So again, the ritual is is similar, but there are a lot of things you know I would have wanted in my own un- being unfamiliar to the environment. I thought it was the smartest thing to do to actually speak to the efficient, and that's exactly what I did. I went directly to the efficient, and um, I'm going to get to this a little bit later. But you also have to be very social, very courteous, respect the um, the uh, the the what am I trying to say? The um, the celebration, basically, wherever the celebration is being held, respect the faith, respect re- respect the ritual. That's what I was trying to say. So I went to the efficient, and I was very straightforward. It's like, good day, sir. Um, I'm the I'm I'm the official photographer to t- for today. I have to tell you uh, straight out the bat because I'm not a Jehovah Witness. Um, so um, I'm I'm Catholic, but uh, again, I'm sure a wedding is a wedding. But I would hate in any way to offend uh, the rituals or whatever is going on. So I if you would just point me to you know the do's and do do nots. Am I not supposed to stand in a certain place or is it? And he was so 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 respectful and appreciative that I would come up to him and ask because in his own admission, he's like, he's more used to photographers just walking in and doing whatever the hell they want, like like rock stars. And the fact that I walked up to him and genuinely asked what would be the proper way to record this event in a respectful manner and just, you know, being free to be creative and, you know, ensure the service that I was being paid to do. He respected my presence as a service provider, as a vendor, if you will. And he also appreciated the fact that as a human being, as a person, I would respect the intimacy and, you know, holiness of this moment to actually ask him, okay, what would be the do's and the don'ts? So he was very courteous about it. He's like, listen, I very, I even, uh, I very much remember this. He was like, okay, there's going to be this moment. I'm going to say this prayer and -and so-and-so is going to say these few words. So at that very moment, everybody's going to be their eyes closed and their heads down. So there will be a moment of silence. I cannot have you shoot at this moment. You're going to recognize it. I'm going to point at you. And I just need you to not shoot at this moment. But right afterwards, I'm going to, I'm going to cue you. You're going to get a cue. And then you can actually shoot. 
if you will, you know, go in the back, you know, take a couple of seconds. I'm sure you don't need 10,000 photos. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. It's like, okay, so you're going to, uh, so, you know, just keep your eyes on me. I'm going to cue you. Oh, this will be the moment where I just don't need to shoot. I don't want to hear any flashes whatsoever. So respect this moment. And afterwards, you're good to go. And again, just cue me. You can just come up on the stage. If you want to take pictures behind me while they're sitting, it's not a problem. But at that very specific moment, I would re ask you to please refrain from any shooting. It's like, dude, I got you. Not a problem. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Let's make this happen. And that was great. It was a very small room, very intimate, very everything. And uh, it's very important, guys, to actually do your homework because uh, no matter what type of wedding you shoot, you're shooting, no matter what type of faith that you have or not, it's very important that uh, you respect the ritual. And uh, this is an, that basically was my lesson in collaboration. Collaborate with the people who are here and can make your life easier in uh, in the immediate environment that you'd like to work in. Because again, he might have been very, you know, very uh, anal. I'm sorry for the, to use the word, you know, very uh, snooty about uh, about the the process. But um, it was actually very, uh, very courteous of him to actually have for us and I to have that exchange. And everything I'm telling you right now lasted, what, maybe 10 minutes. So this was like maybe just a couple of minutes before um, the ceremony started. So again, arrive and identify who are your key elements, who are your key, who are your go to people that can make your life easier, because this will be a long day. So you cannot do this on your own. I was alone. It was a very long day and my feet really hurt at the end of the day, but it was really important to actually have those collaborators that you can rely on. So again, it's a team effort to ensure that the bride and groom get a beautiful day. So in your best advantage, get people in your corner and the efficient, remember, is your friend. Okay, uh, we're making good headway here. So lesson number three, this is very important. I believe that uh, you guys should really write this down. You are the photographer. Own it. What I mean by that, this is a lesson in responsibility and accountability. You have been chosen by the main party, the main couple, the two people that everybody else is here to see. These two people have chosen and relied on you to capture this moment. So this is your validation that your expertise, your presence, and your knowledge are are golden you are the go-to guy you are the photographer not the photographers f-a-u-f-a-u-x and david esquire, david esquire i'm talking to you faux photo photographers are the people running around with the ipads the people running around with the with the iphones the people running around with their very long ass lenses that they don't know how to use the people who just bought a dslr last week and they thought you know why not try my luck on you know so and so's wedding i just got invited to why not sit in front of the photographer who's been paid here and ruin his shot you need to step in and make your presence known and let people understand that listen I understand that you're a guest and you're so-and-so's friend or roommate or colleague or whatsoever. I understand that you want to have fun with this brand new camera you can't afford and you don't know how to use. I understand that, you know, you want to get some shots as well and, you know, maybe share that with a couple later on Facebook. I understand all that, but understand that I am paid to be here, which means that I am paid to do a job and perform a function as a valid vendor, a service provider. But aside from that, I am paid also by the couple to ensure that their memory of their most one of the most special days in their life is a beautiful memorable one so all this to say guys that their photos can afford to suck not yours so 
when you get that person stepping into your shot, let them know to step aside. Or if we're doing the group shots, as it often happens, we'd be out in the park, and this did happen. Uh, after the ceremony, uh, ne- the reception hall was near a very lovely park that I had scouted. So we went to the park. We started doing the traditional photos and everything, the couples, the moms, the dads, uh, the groomsmen, the bridesmaids, everybody. You know, you, you get the scenario. But what happened was, as it often happens, so you have the group, the group shot, and everybody is with their iPhones or iPads behind me, and it's like, look at here, look, look, look over here, look over here, look over here. So you you guys understand. So bride is looking this way, groom is looking that way, dad is looking down, groomsmen looking up. It, this is not, this is ruining my shot, and this shot needs to happen. Now it doesn't take long, but this shot needs to happen. So I had to stop everything, and I had to be very firm. I'm like, hello. I am the photographer here. Pleased to meet you. Let's understand something. I need to make these shots happen. You guys are all hungry. They're going to serve. We're on a schedule. Let me explain to you guys how this is going to happen. I will take the shots first. And afterwards, I will leave you time to take your photos. If you speak to any of the couples or any of the individuals in these photos while I am shooting, you will ruin the pictures and we will have to do this again. So please understand and respect the fact that these photos need to happen and the bride and groom needs their photos at the end of this session. You will ruin the session if you do not listen to these directives. Afterwards, I will leave you time after every photo to take your own. Do we understand each other? And I was very firm. A lot of people would probably thought I was like, you know, man, that was like, you know, kind of, you know, very dick-ish. But no, you need to be respectful, but you need to be firm. Because if people don't understand that you mean business, this is you, this is your reputation, and they need to walk away knowing from the fact that this is a professional photographer. He means business. Do not mess with a shot because he's actually working. I am in go mode. So when I'm in go mode, I need to make the people understand that you do not have the legitimate authority to actually step in and ruin my work because at the end of the day i don't want to be editing crappy shots and tell myself ah cousin james actually had to step in again with his long ass lens and ruin my shot no 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 you had to step in and tell cousin james like james put down your camera let me finish your shot you'll take yours after can we agree on that and then that was fine but you need to put people in their place so set the photographers in their place like I said, their photos can afford to suck, not yours. And uh, But hey, you know, like I said, don't be overly firm. Again, smile. You know, a lot of people want tips. Say, allow James to actually have tips. Allow James to have fun. Allow James to actually walk up with you. It's like, James, try this. You know, have you tried this? Are you on this setting? You know, try this. You should actually, you know, just lower yourself. Try kneeling down and looking up. Have you tried that? So, you know, but be helpful, but don't waste your time. You're on a timeline and you need to work right now. It's your responsibility to make this day happen and make sure that all these moments are captured. So always remember that you have a responsibility to actually be there and actually make sure that they get their money's worth in terms of the shots that are captured and, you know, the beautiful memories that they get to share, you know, along the way. Because uh, over the years, everything else is going to be packed up. The cake will be eaten. The dress will be stored. The tux will be returned. But the photos last for a lifetime. And you have to make those photos happen. So that was a lesson in responsibility. Number four, work the room. What I mean by working the room is your lesson, guys, in terms of opportunity and networking. This is where your branding skills have to be up top and on par. 
This is a very good opportunity. So this is the reception. Everybody's sitting down. Everybody's cooled down. Everybody's like, you know, chilling, you know, getting their drinks, starting to dance and everything. You need to work the room. You need to connect with vendors. You need to connect with, you know, the people managing the venue because, hey, you might be shooting here again. You know, you need to be proposing people like, listen, I can take pictures of your room. Do you want me to send you the pictures? You can go to the caterer. Like, listen, I can send you the pictures of this table, this room. Do you want me to send you the photos? Where do I send them to? This is your opportunity to work with the DJ. Like, dude, okay, are you doing any gigs this weekend? Like, do you know, do you just do weddings? Do you do clubs? What clubs are you shooting at? You need to network because they need to think about you. You need to think about them. So, you know, you need to grease some elbows. You need to do some, you know, some, some, some networking. Like I said, that's the best. This is the best time. You need to actually work the room. Do your job, but at the same time, spread those spread those business cards. Spread those business cards. The business cards work. There is absolutely no problem after dinner to actually start spreading cards because this is your time. You need to create those repeat clients because these people have kids. These people have cousins who are getting married. These people have bachelor parties. These people have, you know, basketball games they have soccer games they have communions they have christenings they have babies being born they have you know retirements they have 30 year anniversaries they have bachelorette parties even hey they need a photographer so these are opportunities for you to get yourself known these are opportunities for you to get your name out there and these are opportunities for you to actually brush shoulders and say hey hi how's someone like okay so when someone asks you what camera should you buy don't just say like whatever you can afford or what are you going to use it with? But be courteous, be open, strike the conversation, and aim it towards your branding. This is very important. This is very important. This is your opportunity. This is your lesson and opportunity. These are. It's a very couple of small couple of hours, but smile, get those handshakes out, make the conversation, make the connection, and create those uh, those relations that basically are going to ensure your future business. Because if you're not, if you're doing it as a business and not as a glorified hobby, these are the tips that you need to take on. This is opportunity. This is not you just you know just being well. I don't want to do that because I don't want to abuse of the people's generosity. No 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 no. They paid you to be here, but you also need to get paid down the line. This is not going to be your only wedding. This is your first wedding. Just make it a profitable one. This is your opportunity. There are many ways to get a return on investment because what you're investing right now is your time and time is your most valuable asset. Remember that. Last but not least, um, and for me, this is my personal takeaway. You have to have fun. Seriously, guys, you need to have fun because you've been up since the crack of dawn and you're going to be sleeping way after everybody else has gone to sleep. So I'm hoping that at some point you would have enjoyed your time. Let's remember one thing. This is your first wedding. So allow yourself the opportunity to understand that you will get some shots wrong. You will miss some shots. Just make sure you don't miss the kiss. You don't miss, you know, the throwing of the bouquet or the garter. There are some basics that you need to have. If not, shame on you. You should not be messing with somebody's wedding. But we talked about preparation early on in the episode. So I'm hoping you got that down the, down, down your brain. But definitely have fun. This is the privilege that you have to actually be here. You're basically one of the main focus of uh, the the entire room because, hey, everybody loves the photographer. I don't know what it is about a lens that just disarms people. Hey, would you take a photo of my, me and my kids? Oh, would you make, take a photo of my grandma? Are my boobs okay? I, this is, That's an actual story. Like somebody actually was, this girl was posing with her friends. It was like, wait a second, I got to fix my boobs. Yeah, but uh, that legitimately happened. 
But uh, hey, I don't know what it is about a camera, but for some reason, people just love the photographer. But have fun, have fun, learn to meet people. You know, there's some people that you know. There's some people that know you out of because again, it's a it's a small world. It's a small world. You never know who you meet. You never know who you're going to meet. Who you're you never know what type of setting you're going to meet them again. You know, not just as a photographer, but as a person. So. Again, enjoy yourself, you know, have a couple of drinks. When everything has settled down, you know, you're here to work, obviously, but you're also here to have fun. If you have a great relationship with your couple and their wedding party, the moms, the dads, you know, they'll treat you. They'll, to this day, this couple that I'm talking about, my first wedding, they still treat me like one of the family. They call me up all the time for, and they give me a lot of return business. They refer me every chance they get. So I'm really thankful to them for that. But, you know, in terms of a privilege, this is a, this is a lesson in privilege and gratitude. You need to be grateful for the opportunity that's given to you to actually be at the forefront of one of some people's most important day, one of the most important days in their life. So I'm hoping that you, you'll actually have the decency to have fun in the experience because you are a guest as well. Yes, you're on your feet. Yes, you're taking photos. Yes, you're recording. But at the same time, they expect you to have fun and, you know, just be there for them. Because at the end of the day, we're going to tell them, like, you know what? Okay, guys, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, I covered the day. You're going to pack it up and everything. Give them a hug. Give them a kiss. And, you know, just the details don't matter after the end. But as they're hoping you had, you had fun as well. I certainly did. And, uh, again, you can't be everywhere. It's just another big party. So, again, have fun. Have fun. What, I can't put it any simpler. You really should enjoy the fact that you can have fun. So... Those are my five lessons, uh, if we want to recap. So lesson number one was about preparation. Uh, again, you no know, prepare. You can't plan for everything. Just don't be stupid, obviously. Lesson number two, the efficient is your friend. So make sure that you get, you know, the key people in your corner just to make your life easier, obviously. Lesson number three, you are the photographer and you need to own it. So this is your responsibility, your call to action to actually own the day and the fact that you have been chosen. Yes, this is your first wedding and you might not feel like, okay, my God, I don't, I haven't had the, the 50,000 weddings under my belt, but no, right now this is your wedding and you are the guy. You are the, the guy or y'all, not discriminating. And uh, you have the responsibility to make people know that, you know, you mean business. I'm going to use that word very strongly. You are the presence. You are the photographer and own it. Not just like, oh, I'm just starting out. This is my first wedding. No, 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 no. You are the photographer. So stop it there. Number four, you need to work the room. Definitely. Um, your lesson in networking and, uh, and uh, opportunity. That's a very important word. This is your open doors to actually create some connections, make those connections and ensure, you know, future business, not just for weddings, but hey, other gigs as well. Um, and number five, also have fun, have fun, your lesson in privilege and uh, allowing yourself to actually, you know, just not take it to yourself too seriously, because again, this is only your first wedding. And uh, here's wishing that you get many more uh, down the road. So there you have it, guys. Uh, basically, you know, those are my top uh, five crucial lessons learned from my first wedding. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I certainly had fun uh, producing it for you guys. Uh, certainly, the Awaken the Awesome podcast uh, has is going to basically grow in terms of uh, the content that we'll be pushing out to you, not just on photography. I'm going to keep uh, making photo photography episodes as they've been on demand uh, with uh, the listener feedback. So I'm going to keep them as f special episodes, uh, Photo Fridays, definitely. But I'll be covering lots and lots of uh, many other subjects. Uh, I'm going to try to stay away from the politics and the religion. 
But uh, hey, you know, this is my podcast. This is my house. So again, you might be surprised what we cover, but definitely still staying within the same realm of the stuff that matters to me, which is like, you know, just trying to connect with you guys and bringing you uh, my personal insights about, uh, you know, motivation, life lessons through my own experiences and uh, uh, a very wide array of uh, awesome guests that uh, I'll be able to bring to you. And uh, in terms of hoping to give you guys uh, just a little bit of oomph, that little push forward, because I'm all about community and I'm all about learning and I'm all about helping each other, you know, move forward, you know, just about paying it forward, not uh, just uh, as a people, but as human beings, I believe that we're all connected and uh, we can all benefit from each other's presence, knowledge and uh, experience. So, hey, if you're appreciated the episode it's always appreciated to hear from you uh be sure to drop me a line at uh, awaken the awesome at gmail.com or you can also look up on the blog or just leave on the contact uh contact sheet on uh, awaken the awesome at blog.blogspot.com uh that's uh, those are your go-to uh, locations for the uh for the podcast in terms of uh, finding me on the interwebs i am uh, simply at olivier day o-l-i-v-i-e-r-d-a-y on twitter or I am ODJD on Instagram. Uh, those are the basic places that you'll find me. Again, it's always a pleasure to produce these episodes for you guys. Thanks so much for your support and collaboration. And uh, it's always fun to hear from you. So again, never hesitate to drop us a line. And uh, tune in next time. I'll be putting together, um, I'm trying to put together another roundtable episodes because I really love uh, getting together with my photography collaborators and uh, covering some uh, pretty various insights on a particular topic. So be sure to tune in next, next week for that one. Uh, and uh, so in the meantime, please uh, stay safe, uh, be safe, be well. And as always, as I like to say, you guys stay awesome. All right. Take care. Ciao.